You're listening to The Growth Sequence, a new age podcast for women to gain confidence, improve relationships, and find peace of mind through understanding their thoughts and emotions. Jillian Perrick is a master's graduate, life coach, and lady boss of her coaching and consulting company, Northern Resolutions. Time for some rosé and realization, ladies. Here's Jillian. Hello, lovies. So today I was scrolling through my Instagram feed for my business and it's so funny because today's topic is about comparison, uh, specifically comparison on social media and how it does nothing for us. But I'm sure you already know that, but that doesn't make it any less true or it doesn't make it any less pertinent in our lives. So today I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, like I said, and I was looking at this other coach's profile and it was so good and so clean and like looked so nice and I had reached out to her a couple of weeks ago and wanted to talk to her about her coaching styles and um, how she coaches and if she's enjoying it and I hadn't heard from her. So of course my mind created this story in my brain that I just wasn't as successful as her and she didn't want to reach out to me because I was just some little itty bitty coach that just got started and she answered me today and she actually is in the exact same boat as me. We're both new coaches. She just has her hand. That's a really loud truck going past my driveway. Sorry about that. Anyways, um, she has just been starting out too and she said that she loved my Instagram feed and I was like oh wow I really created that story in my mind which is something that we do every day and that's what comparison does to us so obviously today we're gonna discuss something that we can all relate to except maybe your grandma unless your grandma's really hip and cool and has social media which my granddad has social media he has Facebook does he know how to use it no does he call me every time he wants to send a message Yes, but we're not going to go big into the social media thing. It's more about the comparison that comes with it. And the title of this episode is a quote from Teddy Roosevelt, comparison is the thief of joy. So this is basically the premise that comparing ourselves to another will only lead to dissatisfaction with our own lives, no matter what our successes may be. And my man Ted was on to something, because while there are a ton of cool things about social media, like being able to communicate with your friends through memes and being able to cyberstalk Beyonce, if you're a human with a human brain and human feelings, it can be quite difficult to not see other seemingly perfect beings and compare ourselves to them. This also looks like the millennial term FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. And I'm telling you, when I see some girl named Nicole gallivanting all over Italy with a spritzer in her hand, I am really jealous. And now I'm thinking that I want to go to Italy and drink a spritzer, even if I don't like spritzers, because Nicole looks happy, and I want to be happy. Comparing ourselves to others isn't some new age concept. Cavemen were probably comparing their caves. There's keeping up with the Joneses. It's not as though comparison wasn't a real thing until social media came along, but now it's aggressively in our faces 24-7. And can we really blame these people? Of course your friend wants to share her baby's first steps, despite him being younger than your child who hasn't walked yet. Of course your sister wants to post about her amazing trip to Southeast Asia. Shout out to my actual sister and the voice behind my podcast intro. But looking at these things can make us feel bad. And why? Because as we're looking at these things, we're thinking about what we lack or what we can't afford. And it makes us feel bad because we're thinking that, wow, why can't I be that person? And then some people take a step further by trying to obtain these things in hopes that it makes them happy. Because that's always the end goal. 
When I was at one of the lower parts of my life, or so I thought, due to an overwhelming amount of stress from finishing school and working full-time, I was very unhappy with myself. I never let myself enjoy anything because if I wasn't working, I was studying completing assignments. Even vacations I went on at that time were stress-induced because I was so worried about completing my assignments and I actually felt quite guilty for enjoying myself. And I was working a ton of overtime, so I had a lot of extra cash. And I used it frivolously, which I don't know if I said that word wrong and I don't really care. Whenever I would see someone's post with cute clothes or a new device or something in which they looked happy, I would buy it. I'm not talking anything too fancy, but I was definitely heavy into the online shopping, thinking that when I get this new shirt, I'll feel happy. If I book this vacation, I won't feel stressed. I actually don't ever regret going on vacation, but that's not my point. It simply never worked to relieve my stress or made me permanently happy, which is what I believed was the end goal. I was always back to square one, as soon as I got home or as soon as I got that shirt in the mail. This is very similar to a concept we discuss in an upcoming podcast regarding overestimating satisfaction and happiness. Many people are familiar with the highlight reel on social media and what people tell themselves when they see Nicole in Italy. You might see a picture of her enjoying some gelato, but what you didn't see is the violent diarrhea she experienced that night. Sorry, was that too graphic? But it's true. Same goes with children. Are they super cute? Yes. Do they probably yell and scream and make you want to pull your hair out most of the time? I can confirm. My friends have children. The highlight reel is simply the better part of people's lives that they choose to share on social media. And why shouldn't you share your joy with the world? And I'm not saying you can't share your joy. Not at all. This is about viewing others' highlight reel and comparing their lives to yours, and vice versa. There is research done around lowered self-esteem and social comparison. And shocker, young adults between the ages of 18 and 29 who base their self-worth on the approval of others were more likely to engage in social comparison. It can turn into an event of personal shaming. I'm not as pretty as this girl. I don't have that cute bikini. This couple takes really cute photos, babe. Why aren't we that cute, babe? The list goes on. This is where social comparison is dangerous. It brings attention to the things that we may lack, and even if we are fulfilled and happy, it leaves us wanting more for ourselves. Which in the existential sense is great, but in the sense of wanting a surplus of material possessions or spending money you don't have, or only valuing your outer appearance to the extent of disliking yourself, can be quite detrimental to our ongoing self-worth and overall happiness. A trend that I can 100% get on board with is people on Instagram showing their vulnerable sides. Celebrities like Lily Reinhart from Riverdale talking about her acne. Alicia Keys opting to go without makeup on live television. Chrissy Teigen talking about pregnancy and stretch marks. These are people who for the most part look like they have lavish and luxurious lives. But in reality, we are only seeing their highlight reel. They have times when they wake up in the middle of the night due to anxious thoughts. They have relationship problems. They suffer from acne or skin conditions or other very human things. But an overload of someone's highlight reel will eventually skew your brain to think that that's reality. Kind of like a hostage situation for your brain, it adapts to its surroundings and rationalizes your experiences to be truth and reality, even if it's not. So these little reminders from celebrities and other influencers on social media are always a great way to break the comparison cycle. It may seem basic to look at a celebrity and wonder if they've ever had a bad day when you intrinsically know that they must but we don't always like to think that way. Again, it all comes down to seeking out permanent happiness. We want to be happy. So when we see the highlight reel of someone's life every day, it lights up our thoughts to think something like, look at that person doing X. That person looks happy doing slash having X. I want to do have slash X. Let's think back to Nicole and Grace holding the spritzer. She looks pumped about it. You think, if I could go to Greece, I'd be so happy too. But what if you can't afford it right now? What if you can, but you have other responsibilities? So you either shame yourself for not making enough money to go gallivanting around the world, or you spend money you don't have because you believe it will make you happy. 
And trust me, Greece looks like a freaking treat, but that is not the point. The point is that constant comparison blurs the line in your mind between what you think will make you happy and what actually makes you happy. Be cognizant of others and their highlight reel and gravitate towards people on social media that choose to be transparent every once in a while. And when you do find yourself comparing, understand that your mind is creating a narrative that it wants you to believe. When you see Nicole and Grace, you immediately fall back on your negative thoughts about yourself. Don't believe the story that your mind is trying to tell you. There are a hundred different thoughts that you could be having and your brain decides on the one that makes you feel bad? Well, brain, I thought we were in this together. Clearly we're not, so you have to actively think differently because, guess what? You can do that. You can choose to think that Nicole looks great and Greece would be great, but I'm saving money for a down payment right now, so it'll have to wait. Or, Greece looks great, I'm going to put that in my five-year plan. I also just realized in my little fake scenario, I swapped out Italy for Greece, but whatever. They're both beautiful. And now your philosophy for the week is, don't mix up the appeal to compare with the need to repair which means to avoid thinking that comparison to others serves as indication to what you need to fix in your own life. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Growth Sequence with me, Jillian Perrick. In this week's podcast description, you can access my social media links as well as my website and contact information. Send me an email and reference The Growth Sequence podcast in which you can receive a free discovery call if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. Make sure to subscribe here on Apple Podcasts or my SoundCloud page and don't forget to rate and review. Thank you and keep coming back for more insightful episodes about life, love, and work.